Hello, London and surrounding area. Saturday morning's MedPoint Health Half Hour. Here we are on the airwaves, wishing you all a happy Thanksgiving. I'm your host, Ron Young. Joined across from me is Fatima. How hey are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, Thanksgiving, great time of the year, eh? You can see uh, in the last uh, week there, I think it was maybe Thursday, we had a really crisp, cool wind, eh? Yeah. The fall weather is just kind of coming upon us, and uh, you know Thanksgiving is always that that time of the year where you know you you look back and say where'd summer go? What do you do for Thanksgiving, Fatima? Any like uh, family get-togethers, big meals? Um, not so much. I, it's kind of a um, a usual weekend for us. We don't really have a big dinner or okay. host a dinner or anything like that. Sometimes we'll go over to our friend's house. Um, if they're hosting a dinner, um, but not really, it's not a, really a celebration for us. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, obviously Thanksgiving originated because of the celebration of the big harvest yeah. and everybody eats like crazy, which, you know, I'm having three big meals this weekend. So, uh, Fatima and I just wanted to give you all tips to try and combat against, uh, what could be a disastrous weekend, of course, if you're eating too much, if you're drinking too much, then uh, that will add up on the uh, calorie tally. So let's watch out for that. And one of the first tips I'm going to give everybody, and I actually really like this one, use a smaller plate. Because really, if you're kind of picking at stuff, right, yeah. uh, grazing as we call it, uh, having that smaller plate, you won't feel the need to try one of everything. You might just say, okay, I'm going to take a little bit of meat and a little bit of potatoes here and, and some vegetables, right? And there, like I've had my small plate. If you're still hungry after that, which chances are you probably won't be, yeah. you can go up and get more, yep. you know? So just kind of judge and that kind of goes along with the whole eating slowly, right? Yeah. So I don't know if you wanted to chat about that because that one was one of your... One of your tips, right? Yeah, I notice that for myself as well. When I get a smaller plate, it seems it's more visual that um, it feels like my plate is more full, and it, it's all in your mindset too, right? Like yeah. you're you think you're eating more than when you get a bigger plate, you think you don't have enough on your plate. Yes, so no, I know. Yeah. And uh, certainly, eating slower does help with um, the digestive enzymes. Yeah, it it helps with obviously digestion through the intestines. And, uh, you know, sometimes it can just really hit you fast. Like you might have just a pile of food and you get through it. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, where did it all go? And you all of a sudden have a heavy feeling in your stomach. And with eating slower, you get to enjoy the taste more, right? Yeah. Love that. Like you get to savor it. Yeah. Uh, Another suggestion, at least one third, like likely half of your plate should be vegetables, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. People don't eat enough vegetables. And if you're listening now and you think that, you know, corn is a great nutritious vegetable, you should probably think again or do some more research. <laughs> like corn is, is not very nutrition, nutritious, albeit tastes very good, yeah. <laughs> but you shouldn't be relying on it for a lot of That's your nutrients, yeah. right? Yeah. Fatima, what's your favorite vegetable? Well, that's a tough one. I love my vegetables. Brussels sprouts? No, no. <laughs> I'll just put Brussels sprouts on Depends the side. Depends how you make those, because yeah. my kids don't like the Brussels sprouts that I do on the barbecue, but they love them when I boil yeah, them. Exactly. So, so it depends what I'm eating. I'll okay. I'll enjoy different vegetables and different meals. So it's uh, specific to the meal. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Pretty open-minded. I 
not a big fan of onions, but other than that, I really can eat okay. many vegetables. Let's go on to another tip here, and this was uh, this was actually one that, um, you know, it, it makes sense, right? Save your calories for the main meal. If you know that you're going to kind of go all out and make sure that you have, um, you know, you're going to have pumpkin pie or pecan pie or whatever the pie is, uh, make sure that you're kind of rationing things throughout the day so that you can have like the calories in mind to, you know, take that hit later on in the day, right? I mean, a lot of people will just eat as they normally do and then they have a big meal. Yeah. And then it's like, whoa, now I'm I'm at, you know, 2,000 calories. Like that's or over, yeah. presumably because of Thanksgiving. But yeah. um, if you kind of say, okay, I'm going to have a lighter breakfast, a lighter lunch, and then I'm going to heavy set the cows on this end of my day, yeah. having the Thanksgiving day dinner, then go ahead and do that. But another important tip, Fatima, and I really like this one, was don't punish yourself, right? Look a lot of people don't have it all together with their diet and nutrition. That's fair to say. But I don't want you to beat yourself up about overindulging on a holiday because, you know, they only come around once a month. Mm -hmm. The problem becomes is if you're overindulging every day or every other day, then it's become a consistent uh, thing for you. So now you're kind of like, well, I overindulge many days of the week and now Thanksgiving I'm even more, you know, going over my calories on that day. So really what we preach at MedPoint is just a a consistent diet, a diet that's sustainable, a diet that is well-rounded. And you know what? If if you're having troubles with that, we we've got lots of services at MedPoint. You can go to medpoint.ca. We got dietitian services, we have uh, sports nutritionists, uh you know, we got a whole bunch of different things. We can make you a meal plan. You can come in, exercise with us, and we will hold you accountable. Fatima, did you have any other tips I wanted to give you? Yeah, if if you're the one that's going to be preparing the meal, there's different tips that you can uh, kind of remember. Things like um, reducing the oil in the butter that you're um, using yeah. while you're preparing the food. Um, maybe using fat-free chicken broth uh, uh, to baste the turkey and make the gravy. There's little things that you can um, watch out for while you're making the food yeah. that make a big difference in the long run and the quality of the food that you're going to be eating afterwards. That's true. I guess another one I'll throw out there is the salt content, yeah. right? Yeah. A lot of people will have the salt shaker on the middle of the table. Mm-hmm. If you're the one hosting, maybe you get rid of the salt shaker, yeah. pepper, whatever it may be, right? Yeah. Um, a lot of people choose to douse that on their food and, and you know, it... it even though it adds to the taste of the food sometimes, it's we know that too much salt in our diet is not good. Yeah. So we need to make sure that we're limiting that. Yeah. So a few different things for you to think about when you're sitting down to dine this Thanksgiving day. Uh, you know, take some of those tips, apply them uh, in your situation, and you'll probably feel a lot better, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. There's nothing worse than having like a stomach ache over eating yeah. food. Have you ever eaten so much, Fatima, that you like... Feel sick? Yeah, it's always after sushi. <laughs> sushi? sushi buffets. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> rice nice hits you thing. hard, right? Yeah, Oh, exactly. man. But it's always nice when you do treat yourself, especially on holidays, and you get to, you know, have a full meal, and yeah. you get to have that dessert, but in moderation, it's it's a good feeling afterwards. See, and that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm going to be having three dinners this uh, weekend. Um, 
One one actually today, one tomorrow, one Monday. And, you know, I, I think I just got to... I always have a plan in my head. Like, yeah. if you plan ahead and think, okay, I'm only going to have dessert one of those days. Mm-hmm. Like, that's very realistic, right? Yeah. And then even at that, like, maybe I'll just have a half of a piece of pie or something. Yeah. Something sweet for my palate, right? Yeah. Exactly. So always have a plan going into weekends like this so then you don't just go off the rails. And, of course, if you want more follow-up uh, nutritional advice, you can always email uh, me, ron at medpoint.ca. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, email Fatima. You can bug her, too. Fatima, <laughs> Fatima at medpoint.ca. F-A-T-I-M-A yes. at medpoint.ca. Um, Fatima, we got to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking about Ireland and the new bill that was passed there perhaps limiting their alcohol consumption. Interesting. Okay. If you're intrigued by that, you'll find out more when we return on the MedPoint Health Half Hour, 980 CFPL. Hello, I want to welcome everybody back to the program. Of course, every Saturday morning we're here in studio talking all things health, fitness, nutrition related. I'm your host, Ron Young. I'm glad that you've joined us this morning, and I hope that you're enjoying listening to the program. Across from me, co-hosting today is Fatima. Fatima, you're awesome. You're a great team member. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for being on air. I'm glad to be here. Uh, we talked a few tips about Thanksgiving and how to not throw your diet off the rails this weekend on the first half of the show. If you want to listen to that, we always download these onto SoundCloud. Um, of course, uh, you go to soundcloud.com and you can type in MedPoint Health Half Hour. We got our whole list of shows on there. So we'd be happy if you could tune into that and check out some of those tips. Keep you away from the gravy boat. No, just kidding. <laughs> you can have gravy if you want, but, you know, all in, in moderation. moderation. <laughs> uh, Fatima, I came across this article and it was uh, through the CNN and it was Ireland passes groundbreaking, that's what they're calling it, Bill to curb excessive drinking. Now, we know when you think of Ireland, you always think of... Drinking. Drinking. Beer. beer, Guinness, right? Uh, It's usually flowing pretty well in that country. (laughs) Let's let's be honest, right? Um, But, you know, after a thousand days, after it was introduced to Parliament, it looks like uh, they finally passed this bill. And what it does, it's a public health alcohol bill allows for a series of changes to be implemented nationwide within Ireland. So this includes an introduction of the minimum price per unit of alcohol, restrictions on advertising for alcohol, separation of alcohol products from retail areas inside stores, and the introduction of cancer warning labels on containers. Now, Fatima, there's been a lot of research lately to say no drink is you know, acceptable when it comes to health, right? Um, I know that the the alcohol can wreak havoc on the DNA telomerase. It can uh, have bad effects on your liver. It can have uh, obviously bad effects if you drink too much and then do dumb things. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, it's saying now, and a lot of research is coming out saying, you know what, maybe one drink is, is too much, right? So how do we combat against alcohol properly while still making it, you know, that fun, let loose kind of thing uh, on the weekends or or when you're, you know, off work? I find it, um, I I am thinking about this and I, I, I remember a lot of stores kind of fighting in the opposite direction where they're trying to get it into grocery stores and yeah. they're trying to 
get it in 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 uh, to be sold in other areas. So this is kind of working in the opposite direction yeah. than that. So it's kind of interesting to see because um, it shows a- you that there's you know two groups of people yeah. working towards. Um, some of them are seeing it as a health. Uh, um, it's a negative effect on health. It has negative effect on health, and then the others are kind of trying to promote it more into uh, society. So, mm-hmm. um, what like is this something that? Because I, I feel like Canada has gone in the opposite direction, in part because uh, we always had it so tightly regulated, mm-hmm. right? And now you're seeing, yeah, a few uh, superstore, law laws, stuff like that starting to sell it. And it is kind of convenient to just be able to pick up your groceries and a small pack of beer and be on your way. You don't have to make multiple stops and whatnot. Also taxed very heavily in Canada. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of interesting because do these strategies work or do people really care? Because you could argue they have cancer, like they have somebody on a ventilator on, on the cigarette package mm-hmm. But that doesn't deter people from smoking. They still grab it and do it anyway. So people do know the effects of or the consequences of drinking or smoking, and um, I think simply putting a a label on the on the packaging won't really deter a person who's um, wanting to get it or was in the process of going to buy it. So that's true. Now, the one thing that I do like is that they're cutting down on on certain advertising restrictions. So. That's one thing I found that Canada has done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they still allow uh, beer manufacturers and stuff to advertise, but it's it's they've stopped catering it so heavily to y- young adults and yeah. stuff, right? So yeah. it's kind of like you know what, grab your Budweiser, grab whatever, um, but uh, you know we don't want obviously they they can still advertise their product, yeah, but it's just in a different way. Where it's not so much catered towards the party crowds. Yeah. And I think education is key as well. I mean, from what I remember in high school, when we talked about alcohol, it was never from a health perspective. It was always about the consequences of drinking too much and, you know, your actions afterwards. But it was never really about how it affects you personally and the long-term effects it can have on your health. Well, I mean, too, if you think about it, like a lot of people aren't very big picture about the stuff, right? They don't think of their liver scarring or they don't Mm -hmm. think of this or that. Uh, They often will just think, oh, I had a rough night. I'm going to sleep it off. I'll take a few Tylenol in the morning and I'm going to be better. Yeah. Well, there can be long-term effects here and they're they're showing it more in studies uh, when it comes to alcohol and, and, and the effects that it has on your body. Not to mention, Fatima, it is a depressant in high qu- high mm-hmm. quantities. Yeah. Um, so, you know, lots of poor decisions can be made. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if you're not metabolizing that stuff fast enough. Yeah. Uh, so I guess what are the alternatives here? I mean, there's obviously alcohol almost everywhere you go now because of grocery stores and stuff like that. How How can we have an effective message here to say, look, this is what will happen if you consume too much. And do people care overall? I guess that's what the big thing is. Because Ireland is saying, yes, we're passing this bill. We're going to put time and effort and money into this um, and, try and, con- and try and reduce. Because we know that, um, where was the stat? Irish ranks, uh, the Irish rank 12th in alcohol consumption per adult, according to the 2015 World Health Organization report. Um, 
So, you know, are they going to pour all this money into this program and have no results, I guess? Well, I'm not sure how, if they had anything leading up to this decision, if there were any sort of programs that were gradually building up to this um, um, legislation that they've passed, or if it was kind of a sudden, you know, cold turkey, black and white kind of decision. Um, but I think having gradual changes is more effective, maybe educating people or having um, advertisements that kind of counteract right. the advertisements that promote the alcohol or kind of more educational. I'm not sure yeah. what the solution is. It's kind of tricky, right? Because, yeah, I feel like people who are going to do it are going to do it anyway. And, and uh, so perhaps, yeah, just just making sure people are informed and stay informed. Yeah, if you reach out to one person or two people, then yeah. that's enough of a difference, you, right? And perhaps, like, the message that we're showing our young people, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, if they can understand that, yeah, alcohol is a very dangerous drug, let's call it what it is, uh, when they're in their youth and, and growing up, then they'll maybe be more apt to stay away from it, right? Yeah, maybe. So, anyways... Um, that's all the time that we have on today's show. Uh, if you don't know what MedPoint is, we're a healthcare facility. We got a few different locations: one in Tilsonburg, one downtown, one in Byron, and one at the West Five. That new building, very impressive. Love that. Um, we got walk-in clinics. We got three-hour medical, five-hour medical. We got fitness and nutrition. We've got kids programs. We got specialists. Uh, you know, if, if you're waiting for a procedure to see a specialist, maybe MedPoint can get you in a little bit quicker, you know, uh, it's, we got so much for so many different people that we encourage you to go on the website, medpoint.ca and check it out. You can fill out a form there. Uh, we'll be happy to get back to you in a timely manner and, and field any concerns or questions you may have. Uh, that, that does it for today. Uh, Adima, thank you for co-hosting. Thank you for having me. Uh, that's all for the MedPoint Health Half Hour. Join us next week when we've got another exciting program for you coming up. Have a great Thanksgiving weekend, everyone.